Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and this is our second show for 2021. Uh, and I thought today we would continue to look at the USA, um, as I did in the first episode, which was back on January 3rd, where we were talking about the uh, the influence of the planet Neptune in the U.S. chart and aspecting the U.S. chart. Um, and so I thought today uh, we would continue with other energy forms that are very strong and present in the U.S. chart at this time uh, and see what that might indicate for us in terms of the current events and, and the circumstances we are uh, encountering at this time. Um, and of course, after I've done my little uh, talk here, which is a little longer than normal maybe today, I'll then open up the airways for all of you and see what questions you might have for me. And of course, you can just um, give me a first name and then uh, if you wish, and then if you have a question about the show, that's great. If you have a question about your chart or anyone else's chart, uh, just give me the birth date and place, certainly, and if you have time, then I can be that much more specific. Uh, and if you want to reach me, you can always reach me by my email, which is uh, billattride at gmail.com. That's B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. Or you can certainly go to all the different sites that I'm on in terms of two different blog sites uh, that I have, uh, as well as Instagram and Facebook and all that, Twitter, all the different platforms. And I'm also on Medium now, and I've also started a Substack for my blog, for my, my writing. So uh, it's, you know, we're, <laughs> there's so many ways to get out there and, uh, and to try to reach people and, and have a conversation with people. I get wonderful comments coming back from people in terms of the uh, newsletter when they sign up by email they'll often send back an email message thanking me or talking about things and that's wonderful and it's great if you want to be on the email list that's a that's a good way of always making sure uh, that you can uh, get the, that in your inbox and uh, and correspond with me if you wish um, uh, so another thing that I wanted to talk about today, also just as an opening, is that, uh, of course, yesterday was the first day of Mercury turning retrograde at the first of three this year. Uh, again, they're going to be here in January into February, again, uh, late May into middle of June, and again, uh, late September into October. Uh, and of course, um, it, 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 we, we're, we're going to be in this one from January 30th all the way until it turns direct on February 20th. Um, and people make a lot of Mercury retrograde, and certainly there are uh, many, many, you know, anecdotal reports of many difficulties and challenges we face with many things, including technology, when Mercury's retrograde, and we all have to have a sense of humor. But really, everything is not there out there to get us or cause us harm, but for our purposes to help ourselves lift one another up and ourselves up through greater self-awareness and certainly mercury retrograde is a most is a wonderful time for self-reexamination and introspection and really our mind and thought forms are turned more inward that's the that is the, the the side result of that is that many times there are miscommunications and misunderstandings because we are more wrapped up in our own minds and maybe not speaking as well as we think we might or communicating as well as we wish to the world around us in whatever medium we're communicating through, or, or that we're certainly not listening as, as well as we often do, uh, because again, our minds are turned inward. So by just being more aware of that and, and, uh, and, and working with that, um, we can um, hopefully overcome or m mitigate or reduce uh, the level of confusions and misunderstanding that Mercury uh, creates, but it's that's not its purpose. Uh, it's just we're not understanding the change in the weather. Um, so that's something just to take into account right now, okay, for the next few weeks. Um, so, so what I wanted to do today, as I said, is, is first talk about another very important influence in the U.S. chart and, and, and see what that might illustrate for us in terms of our current, uh, uh, current events. Um, so today I'm going to continue this planetary influences in the chart of the USA. And as I said in my last show on January 3rd, uh, we looked at the role of Neptune in the charts of the Democratic and Republican parties. Uh, and I examined the influence of the cycle of Neptune in the two charts and in U.S. history. 
I noted then and have mentioned numerous times that Neptune's role in the USA chart is of great importance. And the fact that here in 2020 and 2021, transiting Neptune is opposite the USA Neptune indicates that our bubbles of belief and reality are very, very separate from one another at this time. There's all these different realities that we're sort of dealing with because there isn't a cohesion or things are more permeable or however you want to look at it. And so we are divided in our understanding as to what and who we are as Americans. And we have sorted ourselves into various separate groupings and sectors and realms. And because of this, we cannot agree as to what is true versus false, what is reality and what is fantasy. We are as a nation going through what is known as a epistemological crisis, where the very nature of knowledge and truth is in dispute. And the same alignment of Neptune opposing Neptune signaled a similar division into different worldviews that prevailed just before the Civil War in the late 1850s. Then the division was between slave and free states, between North and South, and it was resolved by what many historians note was the inevitable and existential climax of our war between the states from 1860 to 1865. Keeping that message of Neptune in our minds now, I want to consider the importance of Pluto in the chart of the USA and examine the significance of the upcoming and first ever return of Pluto to its natal or birth position in 2021 and 2022. It will have been 246 years since the founding of our country. And given the prominent position and significance of, its, of, it, of it in the chart, I believe it will shine a light upon our history and the critical events of our current period. Pluto is the rising planet in the USA chart, and it is placed in the second house. The second house holds the answer to this primary question, what is a value for the USA? Traditional mundane astrology would assign categories of value to the second house, such as a nation's wealth and tax revenue, stocks and bonds, shares and exports. It deals with places dealing with currencies, such as banks and trade and commerce, stock and commodity exchanges, and the values formed by our national expenditures and receipts, the circulation of currency and other liquid assets. In sum, the wealth of the nation as measured by the population's earning and purchasing power. Now, all of that is true if one assumes the point of view of a practical and material understanding of value, and even more especially in the culture and economy that is dominant in our time. But for me, looking at this question spiritually, the real nature and source of value for any human community, whether they be hunter-gatherers or pastoralists or farmers or part of some highly complex hierarchy of production like our culture and civilization, what I would claim is common to all these types is this, that the true measure of value for any culture is to be found in the people themselves. It is their spiritual development their intellectual adeptness, their emotional depth, and their physical well-being that compromises the wealth of their community and their value to one another. For the USA, Capricorn is the ruler of this house, which would indicate that the USA would experience its value and strength as being rooted in the values that have stood the test of time, i.e. truths form into the institutions of the nation, and that this would find its ultimate expression as what is known as the wisdom of the ages. It is certainly true that although we take great pride in being a nation born through revolution, we are a nation that takes our values seriously and conservatively. And I mean here conservative in the spiritual, not political sense. These values are embodying all the great teachings and traditions, and they are most simply but profoundly expressed in the root of wisdom teaching that we are here to love one another. For today, I wish to consider the natal placement and cyclic meanings for Pluto in the USA second house. I consider Pluto to be the avatar of the will 
and the power of alchemy. As the avatar of the will, Pluto holds the truth of spirit that all energy forms exist in their own sacred space and that the will forms and maintains these sacred centers. Since all centers of spirit are sacred, the fundamental precept for us as humans is that thou shall not trespass and to impose one's will upon another or to violate their space is simply a spiritual crime. As the representative, along with the sign of Scorpio, of the root power of creation, Pluto indicates that the USA is meant to be a transformer of values through the power of alchemy. The whole of creation is formed as it ceaselessly unfolds and becomes what it will be through the innumerable combinations and transformations of the energy forms of spirit, whether by atoms combining with atoms to form larger atoms and then molecules with molecules and organisms with organisms on up to the planets, stars, and galaxies, what drives creation is the protean power that is alchemy, which is the magic and mystery of combination. At the human level, we combine into partnerships, collaborations, joint ventures, enterprises, communities, cultures, and nations. To form any union, we must make a sacrifice which elicits our change and growth. We let go of our lesser qualities in order to combine with one another by our deeper values. And by this, we move into a greater reality. We forge our own growth and make possible our greater and shared qualities through combination. When properly guided by love and understanding, we give up for one, or one another what we must, but we hold to the core of who we are sacrificing our ego, but lifting our hearts and minds together. The very founding of our nation was a compact, an agreement made by individuals who sought to free themselves from tyranny and pledged to one another a sacred oath that established a new order for the centuries and that they would create a new kind of society and govern themselves by mutual consent. Their ideals and intentions stated in our declaration resonate to this day that all men are created equal. But they, like we, were not perfect. And though they sacrificed much, they also held on to that which they should not. More than half of the signers of the 1776 Declaration of Independence were slave owners and of the delegates to the 1787 Constitutional Convention, almost half of them were also slave owners. This shameful fact is one half of the original sin of the United States, the other being the brutal conquest of Native Americans. The protean power of Pluto can be used for good or ill, as can all gifts of the spirit. As much as it is the source of creation by freely formed combinations, it is also by misuse and trespassing, so often found throughout human history, the source of destruction by the domination and control of one person or group over another. The subjugation of the native peoples and the enslavement of millions of African peoples is the root curse that hangs over the promise and dream of America. What we witnessed in the storming of the Capitol on January the 6th is that same evil energy form of white supremacy and fear-based rage attempting to seize power. Whenever you treat any fellow human being as less than yourself, that is, when you turn from the path of spirit, for hundreds of years, the U.S. slave population was treated as a thing to be used by their owners to produce wealth and power, and their human value was stolen by trespassing upon the sacred center of each and every slave. After the Civil War, 
In a few, very few years, Reconstruction was challenged, eroded, and finally broken, and the former slave population was re-enslaved through peonage, segregation, and terror for almost 100 more years. For over 400 years, fully or partially, control, manipulation, domination, and terror of one people over another created the USA's karmic calamity of racism and caste in America. Make no mistake, this hurt continues to harm every American of every creed and ethnic origin. We diminish and reduce the self-fulfillment of every one of us when we treat others as less than ourselves. We can only meet our self-realization through and by one another. If we limit the self-fulfillment of one or some, we hurt all of us. If we are to meet the promise of our dreams, we must forge the reality where each and every person is able to re realize the fullness of their potential here and now. This is the spiritual crisis we are facing, and that is why what is happening is so meaningful and challenging. Many have commented upon the nature of our historical moment as we witness erupting once more from the darkest depths of American karma, the shadow and fears formed by the terrible legacy of domination and terror experienced by many in our history and to this present day. The timing is not an accident, of course, for we are coming to the return of Pluto in the USA chart in 2021 and 2022. The eruption of this negative energy form into right-wing domestic terrorism is a very real and present danger. For our consideration today, there are four major moments or turnings in any planetary cycle, the waxing square, the opposition, the waning square, and the return or conjunction. Let us look at the four turnings of Pluto and see how they framed our choices and history and how that may guide us in our own time of the Pluto return. We should always remember that the alignment of especially outer planets takes several years to become exact. So the period of the exact aspect represents the climax or culmination of that influence. Therefore, these moments of climaxes of experiences have been growing over several years. Moreover, with regards to Pluto in the USA chart, its natal aspect with Mercury extends this meaningfulness even further. If we are to look for the meaning behind these turning points, we will see that the issue posed by Pluto at each turning will be generally framed around our understanding of and actions taken with regards to this fundamental question of how we understand the true nature of value for our country. This is how close or far from the ideal of equality and equity and justice are we in our journey of self-fulfillment for one and all. Pluto squared Pluto, 1848 to 1850. Zachary Taylor, a hero of the Mexican War, was elected president of the Whig Party, and he served from 1849 to July 1850, succeeded by his vice president, Millard Fillmore. Though a slaveholder himself, he did not push for expansion of it, but tried to work out a compromise. The pressure to expand slavery into the lands taken from Mexico, especially Texas, but for all territories, including California, was extreme, and the slaveholding interests desperately sought to maintain their control of the federal government. Their plan was to have every territory and state permit slavery. Much like now, there were rising threats of violence around the country and in Washington, and real violence broke out in both the House and the Senate chambers, with crowds gathering outside the Capitol in anticipation of open warfare over the issue of slavery. This, this struggle led to the Compromise of 1850, where California was admitted as a free state, and the lands of Texas, New Mexico, Utah, and Arizona could put the question of slavery to their citizens. 
and also to placate the slaveholding states, it also established a much tougher fugitive slave law. Many historians see this compromise as merely delaying the inevitable by postponing the Civil War for the next 10 years. Pluto opposite Pluto, 1936 to 37. Franklin Delano Roosevelt's attempts to rescue the nation from the depths of the depression with new agencies and laws led to a series of battles with the Supreme Court over his program of economic reforms. He attempted to create a court more favorable to his progressive economic agenda by adding justices through legislation, fearing that a constitutional battle would fail. But he failed in his attempt to pack the court, and some of his reforms were overturned. But then, by retirement and new appointments between 1938 to 41, his new appointments turned the court away from the focus upon the New Deal's progressive economic regulations, and the court turned its focus upon the issue of civil liberties. As a result, Roosevelt's policies for economic justice and greater racial equality began the historic shift of black voters from the Republican Party to the Democratic Party, which was especially significant in the northern states. Pluto Square Pluto, 1982 to 1983. Ronald Reagan's election was founded upon the premise that the government is the problem, and his administration, administration spent eight years working to dismantle the laws and programs of a greater safety net for all Americans. It, turning back Social Security, Medicare, labor laws, and economic regulatory laws that had limited the reckless greed of Wall Street, which had been in place since Roosevelt's New Deal in the 1930s and 40s. It was a counter-revolution driven by a neoliberal ideology that took as its objective the dismantling of the state to promote greater growth in the economy. But the policies begun during the 80s and through the era of George W. Bush were the driving force behind the destruction of the fairly equitable growth for all citizens that had prevailed since the 1940s. The result is that by 2020, the USA has the largest gap between the wealthy and the majority of Americans since the 1920s. Integral to the political power of the Republican Party for the past 40 years has been an ever-increasing politics of division, where power was maintained by dividing the people of the USA by race, ethnicity, region, and religion. This political agenda, combined with specific news outlets and social media campaigns, has created an insular and ever-shrinking minority that strives to wield political power over the majority, and which has also led to growing acts of right-wing domestic terrorism from the 1990s and 2000s up to the present day. It has become very clear to many Americans and here that Neptune to Neptune opposition in the USA chart is relevant, that a growing and core component of the Republican base had become beguiled and deluded by unintelligible conspiracy theories with a hard core that are committed to white supremacy. And it is these fear-based followers who made their boldest move by their attempt to overturn the 2020 election and destroy democracy by seizing power. They are not dissuaded by their failure, and they pose a real and present danger to our country, our institutions, and our fellow citizens. The Pluto Return of 2021 and 2022. Of course, every crisis is ultimately a spiritual crisis. The seed of our twin crises climate change and racism spring from the same root cause, and that is the sin of dividing ourselves from the greater whole of which we are a part. Humans have separated themselves from the other kingdoms of life on this planet, and in doing so, we have made all other life forms an object for our use without regard to the delicate integral balance of the hierarchies of life 
on this planet. In so doing, we are destroying the web of life on which our own human lives depend. This spiritual crime of misusing the essential beauty and bounty of Earth has created the existential crisis of climate change, and it's one more proof of this is the COVID-19 pandemic that has circled the globe. Humans have equally, and here we are unique among all of the species on this planet, we have equally and most grievously divided humans from one another. We separate ourselves by race, ethnicity, gender, religion, and culture. And by so doing, we treat some humans as less than others, turning them into the objects of fear-based projections, into scapegoats for blame and punishment. This virus of division and hate is how we are equally destroying ourselves too. The return of Pluto is very much like a new moon of value for the USA. It represents the release of a new seed of value. It is the hope and promise of a new beginning for America. But first, know this, before we can enter what might become a bright new age and fulfill the promise of universal self-fulfillment, we must hold ourselves accountable to what we wrought and what we must make right. The only way forward is to understand where we are coming from. We need to understand our history, to tell our stories to one another and rebuild our common understanding with one another. The inequity in our present circumstances that divide us by race and ethnicity, the vast differences in income and wealth, in healthcare and general well-being, in the, in, in the circumstances of security and safety, which are so disproportionate and deadly, all of these are no accident, but the results of the failure to live by the spiritual truth that we are here to love one another. We must recommit ourselves to our original declaration of equality and self-fulfillment for one and all. But to build anew, we must also make amends. We must face the truth and act to reverse the systemic inequities, injustices, and spiritual harm we have done to one another. As I have often said, we are the makers of one another and we owe our well-being and can only become fulfilled through one another. We are, as is the entirety of creation, made by and become what we are through the mystery of alchemy. We are what we are through joining with one another in our sacred spaces of union. Truly, we are indivisible for one, from one another, and we must treat one another with love, respect, and honor. If we are to meet this spiritual crisis, then we must renew our sacred commitment to make it possible for each and every person to fulfill their potential for self-realization. Here in 2021 and 2022, we are at the end which is a beginning. So let us pledge to one another that we will protect and secure our true value, which is our human family. Okay. I, I again apologize everybody, because apparently, and luckily some of you were texting me or phoning me and emailing me saying, Bill, Bill, can't hear you. So again, I looked down and sure enough, I. I hit my button for muting. Uh, so there's Mercury Retrograde right there. Got to pay attention to everything. <laughs> so, so I apologize. I don't know if the first part of the show was there when I welcomed everybody and said hello uh, and talked about Mercury Retrograde. And if it is missing, let me just put that in here right now. Um, that Mercury did go retrograde yesterday uh, and will stay retrograde now till February 20th. Um, and it's a time to just be more mindful and careful of falling into error like I did uh, and to to listen carefully and speak carefully because we're all wrapped up sometimes in our own thoughts and ideas in this introspective mode for three weeks that we can miss not hear clearly 
or misunderstand or not speak or communicate as clearly as we think we are. So it's always good to double and triple check <laughs> oneself uh, to make sure that we're not dropping some things or failing to uh, make uh, the, the meaningful connection we are hoping to make with one another. Okay. Well, with all that in mind, I will now turn to all of you. And again, if you would just give me um, your first name, certainly, uh, so we know who I'm talking to or have a name and, uh, and your question. And if you're asking a question about yourself and your own chart, then I need to know the date and place of, the, of your birth and the time if you have it. Uh, and if you're asking about somebody else, the same thing. Um, and so I'll, I'll take up the calls here more or less in the order that I think they came in. So let's see what we have here. So um, I'm clicking on the first person. Thank you. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello? Hello? What's the deal here? Who's Where this? are we? Who's this? Keep going. Hello? Woo! I don't think so. Hello? Okay, so where, where are we? Hello? You're talking to Bill? I don't Bill. remember ever having this whole crossing here. So. Uh, I'll, Unless it's Hello? Regatta. Hello? Hello? He seems to think we're supposed to go here. Hello? What is this? I'm, a regatta? I, I, I don't know who this is, and you're not, you're not, are you talking to Bill? Hello? Can I? Yeah, hello? yeah, we're on regatta. This I, is regatta. Okay. Hey, good boy, isn't it? Good boy. Okay, I don't know who this is, and I'm going to put you back on mute because you're talking to somebody else. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What? All right. All right. Um, let's see. Let's try somebody else. That was interesting. Uh, hello. Um, you're uh, Erica at 708. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello. Hi, my name is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I have a question regarding my own chart. Okay. And do I have, and do I have your chart, birthday. Barbara? Do I have your birth, your chart yet, Barbara? Or... I don't know. My birthday is two twenty fifty six. Okay. Um, I think I, I, I do have a barber with that, and you're born in Chicago. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, you do. Okay. Good. Sure. Sure. No, you must have called before, so that's yeah, why. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's been a long time. Twelve eighteen p.m. Okay. Yes, that's what I've got. Okay. So yes, you're Pisces. With your moon in Gemini and Gemini rising. I've got you right here. Okay, good. What can I do for you? So I'm a Pisces to the moon in Gemini and a Gemini. Oh, I didn't even know my moon was in Gemini, too. Yes, okay. yes. You've got you got um, a lot of Gemini there. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody told me I should always check my... The Pisces and the Cancer. So why would they say that? Well, well, the reason they said Cancer, because the way they construct those solar readings, which is uh, putting the sun symbolically on the beginning of a chart. Um, so you would put Pisces and then they see where the planets are through all the signs around that wheel to give you a forecast for all Pisces. But because you've got the very last minutes of Gemini rising, you basically have Cancer rising, but you don't. But that's why they said also read the cancer because the planets laid out around the wheel of the chart in the heavens would more correspond to someone with cancer rising. They were quite right to say that to you. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Because when I have looked at it, the, the Gemini really doesn't relate, but the cancer always does. Right. Because really, if you were like, say, 5 degrees or 10 degrees or 15 degrees of Gemini, it would make more sense. But this is... That kind of sun sign astrology is, you know, it's general, it's not specific. And a real reading would take your planets in your real chart and be very specific in terms of where they are and what that indicates in terms of energies and issues that you're encountering. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so can you, okay, can so you, you always look at, always look, for... always look at Pisces and then, and then flavor it with the Cancer oh, rising and you'll find it's a much more accurate uh, rendering for your, for your month or your day or whatever. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So I would like to know what that uh, charts show for career for me in 2021. Okay. Um, Let's see where things are going. Right now, your progress moon, which is that inner measure of time, is about six, seven months away from entering the sixth house, which is the house of work. 
or working conditions and also one's lifestyle. So when it goes in there, it says there are going to be significant change you are addressing or encountering or creating for yourself where you're creating a new kind of life for yourself and a new and encountering new kind of work conditions in your life equally. So that means there's a lot that's going to be stirred up here, but I would say to be, I could take a look and see when it exactly gets in there. Um, and, but I would say it's a good six, seven months away when you might see something more significant happening in your need to adjust to new conditions in your life generally and to work specifically. And that will happen, the date is roughly, I'm just trying to get it down. Um, yes, by the third week in August, that's what you could expect from that, okay? Um, but there are other things to look at as well. So we look at the other planets and see what's happening, looking at all the planets here. Um, it's, it was up through this month and now it's fading a very, unusual year for you in terms of emotions and feelings and your feeling of vulnerability was much higher uh, but also your your sensitivity was much higher which can be a good thing but it definitely would have been a somewhat confusing year for you okay um last year so that's done um yeah. and yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, it would have been kind of spacey and strange and great for creativity and, you know, dreaming and imagining, but not for clarity or for being standing on terra firma. You were sort of floating. Um, that's gone away. It's not coming back. You're fine with that. Um, and Saturn, the great outward timekeeper, is starting to march through your ninth house here in 2021. And that's a much more expansionary realm than being in the eighth house. So there could come opportunities for expanding your worldview, reaching out to wider connectivity. Um, if you were in a business, you'd be expanding your markets and reaching further afield. If you're working for somebody else, it would mean that, and you're just looking at your own life, it might be a year when you're exploring your truth and expanding your understanding, as well as maybe traveling some more. Uh, more travel would come up in a year like that to foster and help you uh, reframe or expand your point of view. Um, but the, sh the surest thing coming up here um, is, and Jupiter is also when you're uh, going into your ninth house um, as well. It's right yesterday. So you've already begun this expansion of consciousness. And because you are a Pisces, but the very beginning, and Jupiter does dance into Pisces here this year, but doesn't stay there, it's going to cross over your sun by late May. That is a very fortunate time in one's life in general, where doors open and opportunities are presented. So I would certainly say the month of May may be particularly strong for something coming your way or you see an opportunity that you can move into. And then it comes back across mid-July and then across in early January of 2022. It's at that point that that planet Jupiter will then move into your 10th house of the career itself. And that means to whatever you've been doing in 2021, there'll be tremendous expansion of your public and professional positions and a lot of opportunity, a lot of growth uh, will take place in the year, everything else being equal, in the year 2022. Okay? That sounds fantastic. All right. That is what I wanted to hear. So okay. okay. I appreciate it. Sure. It, now, uh -huh. it's, um, I heard you say what your email was. Do you have a website? I but just the blog site. So if you you know the the uh, if you go to Google me on Facebook or Google me in general, you'll find all these different sites. My blog and all my blog sites have contact information. But yeah, it's just my it's just my name. It's Bill okay. Atride, all one word at gmail.com is the email you could okay. reach out to me that way. Okay, Barbara? Thank you so much for your time. Sure. And, no. and thanks for all the good work that you do. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I now, well, you, could you, could you answer a question for me? Was I on at the beginning of the show or was it just dark at the beginning? Do you remember? No, you were on and then all, for, you were on for, for a good a bit of time. And then all of a sudden you were gone. And oh, I thought, what happened? I, I know what happened. I leaned over yeah. and touched my button here. <laughs> <laughs> So I've yeah. got, I got to not do that. No, I don't. I don't think it missed. 
I don't think it missed as much as you thought. Really. Right. Well, I yeah, I went back to just do the, sh the, the, the the basic bulk of the show. I want to make sure that was all there. Yeah. Maybe what I'll do is I'll go into the recording yeah. and I'll edit out the doubling and make it one, you know, I'll, I'll I'll clean it up before it's up and loaded as a podcast. That'll be something I need to do. But thank you, thank you for letting me know that. That's great. Okay. And thank you for all your hard work. It's so appreciated. Well, thank you. I love what I do, and I'm glad you appreciate it. And thank you so much, and all of you listening, and all of you reading, and all that. And uh, I hope to uh, I talk to you again soon. Okay, Barbara. Definitely. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, bye bye. Okay, so let's see. Um, let's see who we have here. Hi, you're on with Bill. Your area code four one five. Who is this? Yeah. This is Jessica. Hi. From New Jersey. Um, I made, I called like a long time ago. I might be in your um, okay. database. Okay. Okay. I have, I have more than one Jessica in the database. Which one are you? Seven <laughs> sixteen. Oh, July 16, uh, 77? Yeah. Okay, great. I've got you right here. I can bring you in, and then it loads, and I can take a look. So um, what's, what is your question for me today? Um, just interested, uh, whatever you see as far as, like, career and um, home, like, moving. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, let me run the... I'm looking at it visually, but it's always good to, as well, um, let all the, the computer do all the calculations of all the aspects and transits. But I would just say, observing it right like this, right now your progressed moon, which is that inner measure of time, has really spent, it's oh, been three years now, and it's got another year to go. And I can figure out exactly, but we, we won't worry about that. But certainly until... Until we get to February 2022, Jessica, you've had this very long journey of your progressed moon moving through your second house, which is the house that I was just talking about with the USA. It's the house of values, the house of my talents and abilities, the house of my resources, what are my strengths? And so this has been a time in your life when you've had to reconnect to those powers and abilities and of course what they are when we're younger becomes very different as we get older they're they're changing and developing there are certain strengths we have when we're young that definitely fade as we get older <laughs> and there's other ones that we couldn't possibly have as and when we're young but they come on when we're older and you're experiencing that of how to understand what my strengths and abilities are now what i come in with this value what i should use then to create value and what kind of value will i receive back or the big questions in your life right now. And I would say at the top of that, because you have Aquarius on your second house, your, your greatest strength is your understanding about individuality, about how everything and everyone is an individual. Um, and so your strength would be your humanitarian nature, your uh, elevation understanding about social consciousness and conscience in this lifetime. And this directly feeds into the work you do because the ruler for Aquarius, the planet Uranus, is at the top of your chart in your house of career. So you would definitely want to be involved in a work that affords me the freedom to do things as I know I must, that everything I do, though there are things I do always the way I, always the same, I also, also treat whatever I'm doing as a unique thing. And the person I'm taking care of, the project I'm in, whatever it may be, Yes, I have these basic skill sets, but I under, my job is to understand the individual nature of whatever I'm working with here, to work with that. And what's happened here is that you have reached that wonderful time known as the midlife, <laughs> meaning this year the planet Uranus is opposite to itself. And so this whole year, Jessica's looking back at the last 20, 21 years of her life. And then she's turning around looking at the next 20, 21 years that are coming in my life. And this is a time to pause and consider, do I want to just continue the way I've been going? Or do I need to stop and pivot and, and bring more into being the dreams that I always had? Because maybe I sacrificed certain things before that I now realize I, I need to have. So this, is, this, is a, this last year and this year are pivotal for you in terms of setting up the next 21 years of your life. 
Um, so it's really important. And what what's helping you perhaps I there? Come... The other day. What's that? I have, to, I have to step it up. Yeah. I well... was just having that conversation with myself the other day on how I need to step it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when it, when does it happen that others start recognizing these gifts and um, promoting and you know wanting to partnership? Well, what's that planet Jupiter always shows where there's growth, expansion, good fortune in our life, wherever it's moving. And we have it in a certain part of our chart. You have it in your sixth house of work, which means you would want to see your truths and beliefs embodied in the way you do your work and in the product of your work. Like you couldn't do something you don't believe in or something that doesn't have a message or ring right. a certain quality for you. So that's essential. And that planet Jupiter is going to line up with your own Jupiter this year. But most importantly, it's about to enter your second house, the house of values, resources, and your money and income. And when Jupiter's in your second house, growth happens. I feel stronger. I feel more capable. I see things more manifesting in my life. You might say this last year, you began to grow, but it's the beginnings of growth. Now it will become more materialized starting after March the 1st. And so that's when you can Mm. see more things beginning to happen. And then by April the 1st, Jupiter makes one of its first of three alignments with your own Jupiter. And you certainly see this growth is happening. And then by late May, by the third week in May, Jupiter's lining up with the top of your chart with what's called the midheaven, the house of destiny, the house of your career. So because it goes into Pisces briefly. So you've got a series of good Jupiterian alignments here saying that things are going to manifest now um, in your life. Mm. Um, And so it's going to be, and you're going to feel, I mean, Saturn's going over your Venus this year in a good way. You're going to feel grounded in your sense of worth and value, but you'll face some tests mentally and intellectually as Saturn goes over your Mercury. It's meant to make you think carefully And it's interesting, Saturn and Uranus are lined up together this year out there in the heavens. And that means you have Saturn going over your Mercury and Uranus going over your Mercury at the same time this year. They're both being, they're both shaping your mind. Saturn would say, stick with the tried and true, do the old way, tradition's more important, new things haven't proven themselves. And Uranus says, hey, the new way is the better way, but it hasn't proven itself. And so... We don't want to be too reactive and conservative and not listen to new thoughts or ideas or ways of doing things, but we don't want to just jump into it, nor do we want to just go radical and just throw away tradition and do the new thing because it may not work. The message of your chart this year, Jessica, which is for the message for the whole planet, is find the way through between those. Don't be a radical. Don't be a reactionary. Reform. Hold these things together. Take what's best in your past in terms of thought forms and ideas and ways of communicating, but fold in new and interesting and, and meaningful ways that are now put before you. Often when we're thinking we have to make a choice between this and that, the real answer spiritually is to find the way through that, to hold them together, not to have one and deny the other and then split ourselves apart, but to hold ourselves together and be that place where we can reconcile and hold these two energy forms as one. And that's what's happening with your mind this year. It'll be, it'll be amazing. Your mind's going to be very excited and stimulated, but also tested. But testing is good. We don't want to get away with sloppy thinking. We don't want to we people should, hey, how do you know that? And we should know how we know that and we can answer them. So don't be annoyed by friction or people challenging you. It's an opportunity to really know my stuff. Mm. Okay? That sounds fantastic. Okay. So does that mean the move and stuff manifesting around um, March or whatever you were saying as well? Is that um, it, well, like if, I could do it any time, well, make it happen? Well, because Jupiter, when it lines up to the top of your chart, which again, we said the first time that happens is um, in May, that's equally then lining up with the bottom of your chart, the the house of home. So that period of May and May through, let's say, July is a nice sort of May, June, July is a nice window because it's just sort of hovering there, lining up with both those ends of your chart. 
And then it comes back one more time, like in late December, January of 2022 then, um, December into January. So yes, there is the growth outwardly professionally, but a deepening sense of security that could flow into an improvement of the home or change in the home. Yes. Okay. I love that. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for the reading. You're very yeah, welcome. Thank you. Okay. Well, stay in touch and good to hear from you again. Okay. Thank you very sure, much. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. And let's see. Um, this person's been holding a long time. Hello, this is Bill. You're on with Bill. 530 is the area code. Hi, is that me? That's you. <laughs> that is <Thanks>. you. <laughs> who is who is me? <laughs> uh, my name's Annie, Bill. Um, you have my chart. The birthday is 4865. Okay, let me pull up. Uh, Annie, 4865. Annie. Hmm. Uh, or maybe I have your last name, too. Is it Nelson? Uh, it might be under my last name. It's under your, what's your last name? Or you Nelson. Nelson. Let me see. Um, there you are. Sorry. Okay. Yes, I've got you here. What can I do for you, Annie? Oh, great. Well, I'm experiencing... Um, extreme procrastination <laughs> and um, <laughs> like stagnation. Like I'm just wondering if there's anything in my chart that can help me understand this or get me through it that I can like tap into my chart. Um, sure. I have such a desire to create and organize, but I feel super stagnant. And 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 how long would you say you've been experiencing this or feeling that way? Um, I think definitely four months has. It's gotten worse. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see what's been going on. Let me go back then also, not just look at this year, but see something that might have been, you know, coming in in 2020 into 21. This. So let me just run that again. But looking at your chart right now, um, you you have, have had for the last five months or so, beginning in September, October, your progress moon, which is that inner measure of time, moved into the sign of Leo, um, which is the sign of self-expression, self-realization, performance. It's really a sign of leadership and, and, and a time when you would be asked to stretch yourself as a creator, as a leader, because what you emotionally need now is to experience that respect. But we can't put it out there till we face it or find it in here. We have to see ourselves to put ourselves out there. So right now it's, um, there is this desire to be recognized and appreciated and respected. Of course, that would then raise the fear, oh, what if I'm not? Or what if I make a mistake? And so it's like performance stuff. So it might hold me back because I'm yeah. afraid, gee, if I try to dance like that and they start laughing, I, I can't, I'll be so embarrassed, right? When in fact, the chart's saying, no, this is a time to stretch. Stretch yourself onto a new stage. Move move more deeply into a new role or more deeply into a role that you already have but want to stretch its its expression because this is what this is for. Um, that's what you need to do at this time to stay on the path of your own self-fulfillment. But the fear, fear's big. We know that. We know fear's big. Uh, but, it, and it holds us back. And sometimes it's good to have a little trepidation or, and, you know, whatever to not be too reckless, I guess. But um, this is what's important. And also your moon uh, beginning around, around the same time in September, October, moved into your 11th house of your hopes and dreams, the house of friendship and companionship and community. And so also what you need now is that you need to be with your people uh, on whatever level, whether it's just friendship and, and the neighbors I live with or the community communities and activities and social activities I participate in. I need to be with my people. And if I'm not with my people, then I can't be me. I can't have my dreams come true because our dreams come true for one another by being with one another. So another thing that might hold you back would be in the in the neighborhoods or communities I'm in right now, do I feel I belong or do I feel some degree of alienation, um, which would also hold me back a little bit. 
Now this is actually twofold in a way because your moon progressed into your 11th house, uh, which is that house of, uh, of uh, hopes and dreams, and it moved in that sign of Leo. Meanwhile, the outer timekeeper, the planet Saturn, has moved into your fifth house. So the inner measure of time is, 90 in, seconds. is in the fifth sign, and your outer measure of time is in the fifth is in the fifth house. So your chart really is quite loudly saying, Annie, <laughs> now you have to perform. You have to reach within yourself and know what's truly you and put it out there. And then you will be seen and you will have that confirmation. That's what you have to do now. That's what you're asked to do now. 60 seconds. Okay. Oh boy. Um, but let me yeah, look at. Let me just see if there's something else because I don't want to. I'm. You know. There's. Let's look at the other planetary transits here. Um, Pluto's. Pluto can give you a lot of will this year. Really, you're going to feel much more will and willpower that will move you forward, building in in March and becoming really strong by April. Um, so there is a, okay. a growing sense of determination and willfulness to do something as we move into the spring of this coming year. So that should help. Um, and Saturn is okay. And Jupiter, um, likewise, in December, moved into, that moved into that fifth house. And so this is definitely a time to expand and grow creatively. Um, it's all over the place in your chart right now, okay? Yeah. So I guess fear fear is the stagnation. Well, again, I'm, I'm going to the show will end, but I can keep talking. So because it doesn't doesn't matter because <laughs> so, okay. it's, you know, I'll hang up when yeah. I hang up. So but you but fear is is so important to understand what the nature of what may be our root cause of fear. And you were born with that Saturn in the sign of Pisces, um, which means you're your understanding in life is to over realize that I have made what I have made myself and the dreams I dream become the thoughts I think and those thoughts I think become this reality I've encountered. We're dreamers, we're imagineers, but your fear would be that I don't have that. I lack faith. I don't see that I am making this happen and therefore it just happens to me. But if I take ownership over it and I dream well and think good thoughts and then take good actions, over time, I will see those fears slipping away as I more and more create this reality. I'm no longer reacting. I'm the creator. Um, so your fear is fear itself. <laughs> Basically what this says. I'm afraid of fear. Right. I'm, af I'm afraid of fear. Yeah. And I have to realize yeah, I, I, have, I have nothing to fear. <laughs> because everything that is happening, at least to me, I somehow set in motion. I am the author of it. The law of karma is perfect. Therefore, starting today, I can change what happens tomorrow and a thousand tomorrows from now. And the key is being of uh, being lined up and being at peace and being of, of good mind. Thinking good thoughts is essential, <laughs> of course. Um, and and so you just have to take hold, basically. Um, you know, because you have Virgo rising, you have a lot of Virgo in your chart, and that means you look out in the world very clearly and critically, but you look in the mirror and what you see are flaws. And you mm. have to step further back, Annie, and when you get far enough back, you'll realize, wow, I'm beautiful. Yes, there's work to do, but there's more here mm -hmm. than I ever could have imagined if I just become a little less critical of myself. I would have told your parents when they were raising you, don't criticize Annie. <laughs> oh. Don't give her all this advice. She already knows it and it's just wearing her down. But the, you have to now rise above that and say, I am clear, but I don't want to be critical. I want to see myself as adaptable and capable of making change. I see where I can make an improvement. I'll make it. Don't let me look at all these things that are wrong and then I'm just stuck. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop doing that oh, to yourself. Stop doing that yeah. to yourself. Say, just, you know, be these affirmations. I know. Thank you. Gosh, I need to hear that. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're all, we're all, 
you know, this physical body and the circumstances we're in are all what makes us feel good or less good. But inside of all of us is a divine spark. We're shining. All the whole universe is shining. It is so beautiful yeah. if we could just get past the illusion um, that we're caught up in. So you can change. It's time to change. Stretch yourself. Be, it's time, right? Right, it's time. Be, be, be creative. <laughs> Enjoy being a creator. And yeah. the best and the most important creation we make is ourself. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you, Bill. Okay, Annie. Good to talk to you again. Happy New Year. Uh, take care. Okay, I'll talk to you yeah. later. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, everyone. I'll try to come back in the next week or so. Um, and as I said, I'll go in and clean up that my podcast because obviously I must have leaned over. I try to be careful. I could do something about this button. Maybe I'll put this thing back over my head so I don't lean into it. Um, but anyways, I apologize for that little interruption. I'm glad it was only little. And I'll be back with you all hopefully next week or the week after. Bye for now. <laughs>